0: good morning good afternoon happy monday whatever it is right now for you unless you decided to listen to it on a tuesday but man some wildness yesterday Uh, some some teams just did not perform some guys did not step up to what we were hoping for what we were expecting starting with One of the craziest games that I did not think I could see coming was uh, Austin and cheaper by the Cousins going against uh, Shopert and Ernie. And if anyone understands, that should be pretty easy, Bert and Ernie. But Dak Prescott, what an incredible game it's against Cowboys. He had such a top performance of the week with 45 points. We're still not done. Austin still has a chance with Mahomes to get 45 points. But he's going to have to have Mahomes go for 45 to 50 and Kelsey do absolutely nothing. So Jose has a real solid shot. Uh, I would love to be in Jose's shoes in that matchup. But what a big win. As Jose, last week it looked like, you know, he needed to get a victory over Dino Dan to really hold hold a chance at getting to maybe six or seven wins. Because look at his last three games play Elijah. And before you go, oh, you know, Elijah, he's only got uh, three or four wins. Well, he's going to most likely pick up, he's going to probably beat Jacob. So in one of the biggest upsets, he's going to beat Jacob. And score Elijah's going to score 161. He's got another guy. He's still got Keenan Allen. So, I mean, he could go for uh, 185 or whatever Keenan Allen against that Chiefs defense. So he's going to pick up a win. So there was no guarantee for Jose. And this was one of the top games of the week that I said, you know, for Jose to try to grab that last, one of the last two wild card spots because he wasn't able to win the division. um, He was going to have to pick up a victory over Austin. And it started with that Thursday night game, that 47-point game by Schulbert. Is was just the tip of the iceberg. A few of the other guys didn't step up. Chubb was pretty good, but Gore didn't do much. Uh, Boyd did nothing. Fitzgerald had a nice game against the Niners. The Redskins defense didn't do much, but very fortunate for Jose. He did not have to deal with another insane 40-point game for Darius Leonard. He did not have Cooper Cup go off. He did not have Leonard Fournette go off, so uh pretty, pretty big win for Jose. It's not over. You know, I'm never going to say it's over, but... It looks like for all intents and purposes, I just can't see Mahomes going for he's gonna I mean, look at him. His highest game of the season, I think, was forty-six. So let's say you gave that to him now, he's still losing. If Mahomes has his highest point matches his highest point game for the season, he's still going to lose. The Chargers defense, I think, is good enough to where they can at least stop some of the secondary. I think Tyree Kill could still go off and have a solid game, but I I can't, even if he breaks fifty like I said, you're going to have to take away his second best weapon outside of Hill, and that's Kelsey, who his worst game is nine points. So if Mahomes went for 50 and Kelsey goes for his worst game for nine, Jose still winning in 156 to 150 or 149. So I'm sure Jose doesn't want to get to that level, but Dak Prescott, great game to go with Schobert. Anytime you have two guys combined for 90 points, which Jose did with Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett just a few weeks ago, he did it once again. doesn't matter how the combo works. If you get two guys combined for 90 points, unless you're Eric, who scored 200, you're going to uh, most likely win. So big game right there. Another very big, important game. As Remember, this is not a game review. We do the weekly reviews on Tuesday. We'll talk about Monday Football, do Tuesday, and then Wednesday sometimes. Hit that up. But this one is uh, – I'm just going to do – this will be a shorter uh, show today. As we just kind of cover some of the games, some of the importance, we we've went over the matchups and how big they were on Friday. Brian, with the uh, they're all must wins in that division. Some of them they're not must wins. You know, some of us we have. I think if you have four to five wins, it is not a must win with three left. You get it. Just it just becomes a must win now with two left. If you lost this week, now you're looking at if you got four wins, you got it. You know, you got to get to six to hope to get that wild card. Unless you're in the uh, eastern division then it's just you still got a shot to win that division but if you're outside of that division you know you're looking at seven wins will most likely get almost 99 percent get you in six wins uh you have a shot um but each win gives you a, a little breathing room and this was one where the division's on the line brian has not lost a division game yet he's four and six but he was three and oh in division play and he knows hey if i can just get that four wins uh Eric would have to basically. Eric can still win the division. No, that that would be it. He it depends what happens between Eric and, and Brian in their heads up match because Eric's two and one. He's got the second best record division, and Brian is three zero. Oh, so they had a shot to each go four and four and uh, two, but Brian one fifty three. Matt has still has Sammy Watkins available, and I'm not going to say this is over. I am definitely not now because Sammy Watkins who has gone off for 10, 11, 6, injured, 9, 13, and 9. You look at it and you go, okay, th- let's say he goes for 25. Still, Brian still got it. But Sammy Watkins' season high was week one. Now, Tyreek Hill did get hurt in that game. It was a, a very shocking performance against the Jags, but he went for 51. If Matt got that, if Matt gets 41, he's going to win this game. Oh, no, he wouldn't. If he goes for 41, he would he would come so close. And we'd have to see if there's any kind of point uh, differential. But um, yeah, so I'm not going to say this is over by any sh- shot. Now, the good news is for Brian that even if Watkins gets 51, Brian still has a possibility to play in a defensive player. You know, He's got two guys on a bye. Um, he would have to find some way to pick someone up. But does he want to drop? Maybe he didn't want to drop Bobby Wagner. And he thought, you know what, I'll just sit it out. Uh, I think my team will be good enough to beat Matt without a defensive player. On all, In all likelihood, he's going to not need a defensive player this week. So he can take a chance and drop Wagner. We know he's not dropping Lockett. But if it got to it, maybe he figured, hey, you know, if it gets really bad, I'll do it. It's a smart strategy because if he didn't need it, he can always pick up a chief or a charger player. There's plenty of linebackers to grab for both sides to where let's say Matt was at 140 and Brian got a little nervous. With Watkins playing. But in the end it looks like he will not have to do that. But that would be a giant win for Brian. Big win for Brian to go to four known division play. With the possibility of Steve winning. Steve would now join the other two teams. If Matt loses he will fall one game back. But and for all intents and purposes he would be swept by Brian. Meaning he is now almost basically two games back. He has, the only way Matt wins this division is he has to win the last two. And have Brian lose the last two. That's it. There's no other way he can win it. And if he goes on to lose this one. And he would also have to win both to try to get the wild card spot. With Jose, we mentioned most likely winning. Jose's going to have six wins. And so now Matt's looking at, okay, I got to win the last two, have Jose lose the last two, and outscore Jose's team to win the tiebreaker to get it over Jose. That is a very tough challenge. That's why all these games are not must-wins but they come down to where, man, you've got to have a lot happen and you you are now – now you're at a must win. Every game is a playoff game for you on this from this point on if Matt loses this. But big game for Brian. I mean look at that. Josh Allen last week I think with 28 might have been was a season high. Then he even tops that way better than his performance last time against Miami. He goes for 35 points. Ingram, two receiving touchdowns look great, 22. Michael Thomas continues to get it done with 30 points. On Matt's side, you know, nobody too bad. A Witten, eight. Y'all take that for your tight end. I'd take that. Mine only had one. Uh, Terrell Williams, 12. The, uh, the Lions defense, absolutely terrible. Only seven points. They didn't do anything to help Matt. You know, Matt's probably thinking maybe he could have looked for someone else to grab. No one thought the Falcons would go off for 50-plus, and they did. That would have been a huge one if Matt had maybe had the Falcons or something. But Mayfield, 23-19 for Gurley, a good good Thursday night or Sunday night game. That was one tonight when we looked at it. Honestly, that I thought the game would be ugly. I didn't think either offense would look great. I, none really did. I think uh, Todd Gurley looked well at times. The line gave him some holes, and he had 97 yards rushing, had a touchdown. So not a bad game for Gurley. This is one of the better games I'd seen him. Josh Jacobs, what a great game for the Raiders. Both Matt's running backs had fumbles tonight um, or today. That's one thing that sucks because that's minus four points for him. But – Mike Evans, way better than last time he played the Saints. He got a, a goose egg then. He got 11. But, yeah, big game for Brian as he's trying to win that division. Continue if he wins that division next week. Now, Brian knows he is uh, – that's it. The magic number is win. Win one game and it's over because he'll have a he'll have a, a, a tiebreaker lead um, with a better division record. All going to come down to what happens between him and Eric the la- next week. If Brian wins next week, I think him and Eric play the last week of the season. If Brian wins – even if Eric wins, uh, I think he'll be two back. It won't matter. So Eric needs a little bit of help as well. Now, speaking of Eric's team, oh, what a disappointment! You know, he had he was set to play Stafford. You know, looked good. He had Aaron Rodgers with a week off. Uh, Eric just had a win the week before, so it was looking good. He was just going to come away. Uh, Hope S- Stafford has a great game. We saw uh, what is it? Bristol, Briscoe, uh, the Lions quarterback. He had twenty plus points. He had a really good game. Could have been Stafford with 30 to 40, but no, it's Allen, Kyle Allen. I don't know what's up. The Falcons, I watched a lot of that game. The Falcons' defense is looking legit. They're forcing turnovers. They beat the Saints in New Orleans. They beat the Panthers in Carolina. They are taking it to their division foes, and they are no longer the doorst- mat of the league and of that division this season as they – they look solid, man. They were, they were good all over the place, all over Allen, sacking them. Like I said, 52 or 53-point fantasy points for the Falcons today as they had a, a punt return, a defensive touchdown. So now some of it, I, like I said, I watched it. Allen was overthrowing guys. He had a couple receivers today um, overthrowing them, missed Curtis Samuel by five yards, uh, missed DJ Moore in the end zone, totally under threw the route and it got picked it's like you got to look at him and the receivers are running the right spots and he's just missing them by a mile so Allen just looked absolutely terrible today but it looks at like garoppolo 45 points another giant performance he had a season high game against the cardinals on that thursday night game looked even better for 400 yards four touchdowns jimmy g coming back down 16 nothing to the cardinals for a monster win for the Niners and for a big win to help salvage Steve's season as he needed this. He's still uh, two back with two to go now, um, but he's four and seven. Or no, he's only one back. He's only one back, but he's in the same boat as Matt and Eric. Uh, Eric still has a chance to tie the division. He could still win the division. It's Eric's looking at it next week going, all right, Steve, you beat me. Steve next week plays Brian. If Steve can beat Brian, Eric just has to beat Matt and it'll be... Eric has a chance to where it'll be in his hands to pull out the win. Because now it will be everyone is one game back. Everyone's one game back at Brian. If Brian wins next week, he wins the division. If Brian loses, you give Steve a chance because then he would be tied with him. And you give Eric a chance who would be playing him heads up. But at the end, Eric would have a better division record than Steve. So I don't know then. Mathematically, that would make it tough. Yeah. I don't know if he could pass Brian then because he would beat Brian here. Oh, no way. He would pick up a division one here. I think he had one earlier. That would be two. If he wins next week, three. And then he'd have to win the last week, four. Yeah, so that would make another tie. Four and two. Eric would be four and two. And Steve uh, and Brian would be four and two. Then it would come down to who scored the most points or whoever went uh, the season series. That's if they split. You know, you got to go one game apiece with each other. So there's still so much up to to grab that division. Um, I could do a whole podcast on that. But big, big win for Steve. Very tough loss for Eric. As we said, when he needs his guys most, they seem to let him down. Uh, Coleman, he almost had a touchdown, uh, didn't get it. Cohen, nice game, 17 points. That's all you were looking for with Eric. If, if that's your roster, like, hey, Cohen, give me 17. Like I said, if he can get both running backs to get, a, you know, average around 15 a piece, they almost did that. But then you're looking at, Allen Robinson, Doyle, nothing. Jones did not uh, rebound with what – did not get back-to-back solid performances like he did last week. Littleton was nowhere to be found. You know, Khalil Mack did nothing. So you're looking at it going, okay, if I would have seen Mack get a zero, Robert Woods get a zero, Raheem Mostar get four, you're thinking, okay, Eric's got this, especially 28 points from the Niners' D with that late touchdown at the end of the game. Yeah, I would have thought there's no way Eric's not going to win this. But Jimmy G – that was the difference. Jimmy G over over uh, Keenan Allen, that was the big difference in the victory. So big win for Steve in that one. And that saves that salvages his season, gives him a chance. Because if he lost, he was done. He'd have been two back with two to go. Or no, he would have been uh, yeah two back with two to go. And the, he, there's no way he could have tied. Even a tie, he wouldn't be able to beat Brian on that one because he would have lost this division game. And he couldn't have fin- finished better than three and three. So nice win for Steve there. Who else? Anyone else on tonight's game? There wasn't much, really. Robert Woods, you know, I'm looking into that. I haven't heard anything on that. That was really strange. I was shocked that he was inactive. I mean, it could be something. It's not injury-related. Is it he got in trouble? For all I know, he could have got arrested and uh, he was able to play. He could have had family problems, issues at home. It could have been because even if it was an illness, you would say, oh, you know, people always do that, go out on the injury report and for illness reasons. They didn't say So something strange is going on there. That was pretty wild. So Robert Woods, Gurley, Gerald Everett, he didn't do anything tonight as well. Uh, But the the Rams defense did. And Dino Dan is the beneficiary of it with 25 points. Dino Dan was looking at it when he was coming into this game. He was like one – I want to say 150-something, 56, 57, whatever it was. And he was thinking, okay – just come on, Rams. Give me 20 points because he knows Christian still has Melvin Gordon and he knows he has Tyreek Hill. Tyree Kill has had 50-point games. So let's say he does that. That would put him at 159. So he would need about a 24-point game from Melvin Gordon. I just can't see Melvin Gordon not getting 20 points. He's had 25 against Green Bay, 24 against Oakland. The Chiefs' run defense is terrible. I think he can easily get 20-plus points. I don't know if Tyreek Hill with the other weapons and the way the Chiefs have moved the ball around since. I mean, he can get 30. Look at him at 31 against Minnesota, against Tennessee at 37. So he, it's very easy that he could possibly get 25. I think the combination of Tyreek Hill and Melvin Gordon for Christian is going to be combined for about 55. Uh, I think 55, that would put him at about 159 or 164 and still come up short to Dino Dan. Because he made the right play. Look at remember we talked about the player he picked up, Buda Baker. Keekly he had eleven. Not bad, but not great. Buda Baker, twenty-five. As we said, look what he did against Arizona last week. I mean, he started the first play of the game. Buda Baker had a tackle. Against San Francisco, he had 13 for 36 points. Two weeks ago in the Thursday night game. And then he had 13 today for 25 points. He's an excellent safety if the matchup is right. You know, playing the Bengals, I don't think he's going to do much, but playing a team that can actually move the ball such as the Niners, I think he's going to continue to have the 25-plus point games. 25 for the Rams, 35, DJ Chark, man, getting it done. And I don't know if it's something to do with Foles, because that first game against KC, he went off for 29, but it wasn't all Foles. Uh, it was a little bit Foles. It was mostly with uh, Mustache Man. What's his name? I can't believe I forgot his name right now. My, I'm drawing a blank. Anyways, we know who it is. Uh I think his name starts with an M. But then he had a 41-point game against Carolina. So then he kind of cooled down. 8, 10, 19, not bad. 7, Dino Dan gets him in a trade. And then he goes for 8 for 104 and 2 touchdowns. Huge performance to really help. I mean, look at the the two, his defensive player, his defense, and his flex. Now, Christian's flex did great. Stephon Diggs had an excellent game. But, man. Great, great play by Christian as well to grab the Niner. Uh, Ross, what is it? Ross Dooley? Du- Dweeley? Du- 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 I don't even know his name. But he had two touchdowns, 17 points. Remember, we mentioned, if you can get a tight end that's playing against Arizona, get a tight end that's – every tight end that's played Arizona this year has uh, done excellent with the exception of Tyler Eifert and the Bengals. All of them. All of them have uh, broke double digits. Even last week, O.J. Howard, who had no catches today and was terrible for my team, he had 14 against Arizona last week. So tight ends really excel against Arizona. Christian Wisely losing uh, Hooper, Austin Hooper, got uh, the tight end from the Niners. Great play because Kittle was still out. We'll see what happens if Kittle comes back next week. But it was a great grab, smart move by Christian. We'll see, though, if it is for not, if Dino Dan's team holds on to the victory Marlon Mack, big game. Lindsey not so hot, but Sutton. You know, I mean, Dino Dan with the grabbing Chark and grabbing Sutton and getting Lindsey, making some excellent moves. And his team has really shown it, breaking one eighty two. You know, he had struggled the last few weeks after he had that monster two hundred point game. He did come away with a win last week over Jose as well. So I'm not saying he's struggling like wins, but his team since scoring that two hundred, he had come back down to earth, and this was this was huge, giant giant victory for Dino Dan most likely a victory. I'm not going to say it's over. If Tyreek Hill went for 45 and Gordon went for 30, would I be shocked? No. But that would still come up short. That would be 179, you know? So it's going to, a lot's going to need to take place for that victory. But Dino Dan right now is looking very well in the driver's seat. I would love to be in his situation, which means... Christian would still have a shot. He'd be five and six. He still has a shot to win two of his last games or even get to six wins and try to get that wild card so easily, but it would just eliminate him from, we said the loser of this game would be out of division contention. Dino Dan then would, uh, with depending on my team, if I lose, if I lose, Dino Dan has a chance to, to pull within two games with two left and he would be three and one in division. And if I lose to Nick, who's who has a very r- real possibility to win, I would be three and one in division. So Dino Dan knows he still has a, a great, great opportunity. Happen to play Nick, who at the time is two and eight, one of the lower teams, and happen to play me, where he knows, hey, it's in his control. He makes the right move, he puts the right lineup out there, and he can put a victory over me. What would be sweeter than that is to beat me next week. And we'll get in all the matchups and the, the ramifications. And then he would have a, his easiest game of the season going against Nick the last game of the year. Nick shooting for pride, trying to take out Dino Dan. But at the same time, Dino Dan going, hey, I just got to beat a team that is two wins or three wins, whatever the case may be at that time, and he can win that division. Oh, that would be giant. That'd be giant. So Dino Dan knows. And a win here would give him six wins. No one, like I said, even a win over Nick or me even if he doesn't win both, would give him seven, and he would have a shot at that wild card. And with the way his team's playing, just get in. He is one of those scary teams that just needs to get in. His team and Jose, really good. I did talk about Elijah for a little bit. I'm not going to dwell on him too much. He doesn't listen, but he did have a big win. Hicks continues to be one of the top linebackers. 14 against Cincinnati, 12 against Atlanta. Then he goes off for 19, 22, 19, 24, 35 today with 12 tackles and a pick. Incredible, incredible performance for Jordan Hicks. And Elijah's been the beneficiary of that. Marvin Jones, two touchdowns. Once again, a multi-touchdown performance to match Jacob. Jacob, he did have that great performance by New England. Dallas D did terrible. I thought they would have done better. But Hicks tripled up Levante David. Jones with a 20-8 performance over Singletary. Ertz continues to be involved and do really well. And Devontae Parker, basically point-for-point matching with Debo Samuel. Samuel was great today, as expected, against Arizona. But Devontae Parker really getting it down against Buffalo with seven catches for 135. Jacob has the better, we talked about he has the better running backs. You know, honestly, coming into this game, I'd have to go back and listen. I did not see a chance for Elijah to win. You know, we always say just like Nick, I always go back to that because that was the biggest one of the season where he was predicted to get like 125 or 130 and he scored over 200. It was like a plus 75 whatever it was that over his expectation score. So we never say a guy's out of it. You never say it's over unless they physically like cannot score anymore. But for this one, Keenan Allen, it comes down to this one looks like it's over. It's I cannot see Hunter, Hunter Henry going out for 50 and Keenan Allen getting nothing. He would need some kind of, like a, almost a 40-point performance in Keenan Allen to do nothing. So it's very likely that this game is over. Deshaun Watson, one of the biggest letdowns of the season today. I don't know. I watched that game as well, uh, obviously with Lamar Jackson. Wanted to watch some of that. And I just didn't understand the, the Ravens defense. They're playing so well, that's fine. But the Texans, they had a bye week. You're coming off a bye week and that is what you put up. That was such a letdown. I had mentioned earlier in the podcast uh, last week that I was like, man, that's going to be one of the games. I was I was like anything short of like a 21-17 halftime lead, something where both teams are putting it up would be disappointing. It was 14-0 at half. So it was like, oh man, here we go. And I just said how great Lamar Jackson did last week. And the problem was that he was going against the Bengals and they couldn't keep up. And Lamar Jackson came out late in the third. Well this one he came out in the fourth as well. It was it was just like, man, I thought the Texans would score and Jackson might go for fifty because he would have to against uh you know, going against Deshaun Watson back and forth. And it didn't happen. You know, Watson just didn't get it done. The Ravens D, you know, they're playing well enough where I'm playing them next week. Originally I was gonna play the Buffalo Bills, I still might, but I was gonna play the Buffalo Bills against the uh the Broncos in Buffalo, you know, the Broncos thinking maybe, you know, with the rookie quarter, the young quarterback they might struggle on the road, and Buffalo is doing well. But how could you not play the Ravens? Three straight weeks, they've got 19 points or more with back-to-back 30-point performances against the Texans. Now, I know it's against the Rams, but you saw how the Rams look against the Bears. Their passing offense is not what it was, and the Rams' defense is carrying the team now. So, so yeah, very disappointing. I know Jacob's thinking that, because if, if Deshaun Watson goes off for 35 as expected or somewhere in that range, then right now he's got, what, He's at 156. Easily, easily could still win this game going in Monday night. Elijah's team just went off. Winston did well. Mixon was not supposed to do that. Uh, Mixon had a great game. Maybe it's because it's his first touchdown of the season because he's in Oakland. He's from there. Um, so he, did, he exceeded what uh, his expectations were. That was a big difference. Devontae Parker doing way more than he should have. Ertz, Marvin Jones, Hicks. Yeah, there were so many reasons why Elijah has the lead and so many reasons why Jacob does not. And that would be a big win. That would be a big win for Elijah to save his chances at trying to get to six wins and hoping to get a wild card spot. But he has so many people that have to lose ahead of him. So I don't even know. I don't even know if it's possible for Elijah to get in. I know he can get to six wins still, but I don't I don't know if it's a uh, Wait, let me check. Can he get to seven? What is he right now? No, he's four and six. So yeah, he can actually still get to seven. I kept thinking he had three wins. That was Steve who had three wins. Steve could still win because he's in the division right now with the lower, lower bracket in the East. But yeah, Elijah will now be, if he holds on for the win, which he should, he'll be five and six. He'll be right there with any of the other five. He could still get in at seven and six. So great win for Elijah to save his season. And then uh, the last game is me against Nick, where, man, some real stinkers. I you know, I was thinking of playing Austin Eckler against the Chiefs, but Melvin Gordon's going to get most of the work. I'm thinking Eckler might get 10 points, but I got to play Hill, Brian Hill for the Falcons. I'm like, and today they gave him – if you'd have told me they, he's going to get 15 carries, I'm all over it. Now, he did get a touchdown and they, on the one-yard line. I watched when I was watching that game, and they had a terrible call. They said holding – Even the announcers are like, I don't see holding. And ended up backing him up, and he didn't get the – so he had six points taken off the board, and that really sucked. That disappointed me. That hurt me. But, yeah, if it weren't for that, yeah, he might have had at least double digits, but he didn't get that touchdown. Sanders did absolutely nothing. So both running backs terrible. Uh, O.J. Howard, he only had a point and a half, and that was from a tackle off an interception. So my team, if Nick goes on to win – he deserves it. You know, th- thank God I played the Raiders. The Raiders, you know, I thought would do well. They did really well against the Bengals. D, 32 points for them. Uh, Fred Warner, I keep, I kept him. Like I said, I can't bench a guy now who saved me against Brian last week. And he had another great game, 22 points against the Falcons. And Lamar Jackson, like I said, 35 points, four touchdowns. And that's not even playing in the fourth quarter or most of the fourth quarter. So very disappointing because last week, same thing. Could have broke win for 50 easily. But, you know, they're playing it like a real NFL team. You're not going to keep them out there for no reason. And I thought this would be it. This is the game. And, yeah, the Texans didn't do enough. Didn't do anything to keep them out there. So disappointing there. But Nick Carr, great pickup, great guy to stream, 23 points. Calvin Ridley, Nick changed him this morning. Originally he had Emmanuel Sanders in. Something in his gut said, hey, go with Ridley. And that saved Nick because if he doesn't play Ridley, this game's over but he does really gets 33 very big performance. Andrews nice game 17. So it's going to come down for Nick on the Monday Night Football, the Chiefs defense, who has been picking it up recently. You know, at home they're not as good. 14 and 9, but on the road they had 16 last week and 46 a couple of weeks ago at Denver, at Detroit 29, at Oakland 29. They they score better when they're on the road it seems like. Maybe they realize the defense knows. Hey, we can't sit around because at home the offense carries them. I don't know, but if they go for sixteen, all he needs is Damian Williams to go out there and get like a fifteen-point game or whatever. Nick breaks thirty, he's going to beat me. So that's all. That's all he's looking at is hey, if Damian Williams, who had thirteen last week, he had twenty-five two weeks before that. But if less Damian Williams goes off for under six or seven, or if he has a terrible game, then that's and he's going to need the Chiefs' D. It's it's. You would always want a defense on that that game to really kind of push you through. I think the defense, defensive player and quarterback are three of the biggest positions that can get you double digits on most situations. So he's got the Chiefs D, and who knows what to expect. With the Chargers, I have no clue. Chargers can go out and score 30, or they can go out and get shut out. I mean, we saw Pittsburgh on Sunday night in L.A. just annihilate the Chargers. The Steelers look like Super Bowl contenders on that game. So Chiefs can do the exact same thing. Get pressure. So that game's still up for grabs. He 28 points away. Nick is 28 points away. He can easily do that. If he had just the defense or just Damian Williams, it would it most likely be over. But having both, yeah, he's got a real good chance. And that would really help Dino Dan. That would help, uh, that would help Jacob as he tries to capture his second regular season championship. He would still have a one-game lead with two to go on that. And he also has the advantage in points. So even if we finish tie, like we had last year, we had two teams finish 9-4. and four. If the team scored the most points, they win the regular season in the one seed. So that is basically a recap of all the games. Not games, but more like, yeah, all our games. And what's still up for grabs. We saw that Austin still has a very, very, very small chance. But potential, he's going to need a miracle. Uh, Nick has the best chance. I think the best chances of all is, is really Nick. And I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, because man has Sammy Watkins. It's possible, but we got to see what Brian, if Brian doesn't play a defensive player, it is possible. I mean, you can't say it's not, but he'd have to do his best game to beat Brian. So, I mean, I'm looking at Watkins maybe getting 17 points. It's not even gonna even be close. But Brian, of all people, have been snake bitten on Monday Night Footballs more than anyone I can re- remember ever. He has had to deal with so much nonsense. Yeah. Austin has a, a very, very hard chance because Jose has Kelsey. If he didn't have Kelsey, I would say, okay, I could see Mahomes getting 48 against the Chargers. It's a, it's a miracle, but it's possible, you know. So, but yeah, the most e- easily the, the closest game, the one to watch for that can uh, sway tomorrow night will be Knicks uh, A team against my Jackson Five, where he's got two going up and possibly getting it done. So that is it for tonight's show. I gotta get to bed. I hope you guys have an incredible Monday. Um, if you, I was gonna say good luck to everyone who's playing, but I just covered it's. It's very bleak for a lot of teams, other than Nick, and Nick is just playing for pride at this point because he's he's mathematically. He, yeah, he'd have to win all three three games. Yeah, wait, he has two wins. I would even only put him at five. He, yeah, he's basically done. There's so many teams with five wins that I'm worth. So Nick's basically playing for pride just to bring me down and say, hey, I got gotcha. you. You know, he split with me in the season series, so that would be good for him. And other than that, every other game, it would need a miracle. So maybe we'll be watching for a miracle tomorrow night. Hopefully not a stinker of a game. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I will keep them coming until the season's done. And If you have any other issues or questions, always text, always call, let me know, and we will talk to you again later. See you guys.